Welcome in everybody. Win Daily Sports MLB DFS show. You know it's the early lock show. As always, got a little treat tonight. You got Tony, you got Adam. It's not Jason, it's Tony. I'm taking his place. He's having some fun. Me and Adam are going to have some fun here for this 12-game slate tonight. It's Friday. Get the weekend started. A lot of interesting things this weekend. Going to be some double headers. Got some five-game series, but we're more focused on who are going to be these pitchers. There's a lot of pitchers on the slate. We're going to narrow it down. Adam, ace of the slate tonight for friday june 17th who do we got so i would expect this to be the popular route but i don't particularly care there's a ton of there's a ton of name value on the slate right yep. you have Kershaw, you have pablo lopez you have giolito carrasco you have all these guys at the top and that's all good but carlos rodon is under 10k he's against the pirates i expect him to be the most popular uh pitcher in this range I really can't argue it. I, I mean, when you look at Rodon, he kind of got back to, to the good side after a few rough starts there. There's been some rumors that O'Neill Cruz could make his debut sometime this weekend. You know, the longer we go, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem likely it's, it's coming on Friday night. So when we look at Rodon, man, he's thrown his fastball almost 64% of the time. He's got 52 strikeouts. And it, it's gotten hit a little bit, but Pittsburgh is only 17th against – or against that pitch this year it's just not a good matchup for them whatsoever from the left side and the fact that Rodon is under five digits which usually isn't the case I think he's got the easiest matchup on paper and I expect him expect the field to reflect that I love Rodon just I mean the K potential is always going to be there and against no disrespect to you Adam but against the Pittsburgh Pirates who aren't a very good team right now well, it, even if O'Neill you know, gets here that's one guy. There's still a lot of holes in this lineup as, you know, uh, a Cruz that could be making, you know, one of his debuts of at least this season. And then Brian Reynolds, because after that, it, it gets dicey pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, no, now you're right. And, and listen, I, I we talked about this. Uh, it wasn't me or you. I talked about this on uh, Heat Ratio Live about coaches that maybe we want to bring back. And I mentioned in Philadelphia, man, I would crazy as it sounds i'd love to have gabe kapler back um you know this guy as much as we all mocked him adam i mean he's out there in san francisco and he's just doing his thing man with, with guys i mean how many times have we said name five guys on the san francisco giants right i mean, I mean it was it was like that last year man like yep. you you look at you know the dodgers and they just have like all these all-stars up and down their lineup and just you know titanic sized payroll and all this stuff and then you're looking at the giants who just you know, went went you know, punch for punch with them the entire year. To like, who the hell even plays for San Francisco? No disrespect, Brian. Uh, I, Brian. I know you're a big Giants fan, but that's just what they do. They they they're like the okay. Cardinals. They might not always yeah. have the most star power, but man, something about just putting on that uniform. There's some type of black magic they got going. You, you're just a good baseball player when you wear those uniforms. Some teams are just like that. Yeah, they really are. Hey, hey, listen, the guys love playing for Gabe. I mean, as simple as that. And he he rallies them together. So shout out to him for doing what he does. And he's a, he's a different quirky kind of manager. But hey, it works. Speaking of quirky, uh, you know, you mentioned about all these name recognition aces, guys that we look at. But what about maybe a guy that we're not looking at, or maybe not necessarily a pump pitcher, but a value pitcher, or somebody that may not be chalk that we can add on this slate to give us some really good value. So it's another guy I kind of expect to be chalk, but it's one of those spots where I, I almost don't care. I know it's a big <laughs> slate, but Frankie Montas is 8,300. 
Like I can hear ghosts screaming from Canada already that Frankie Montas is eighty three hundred against the Royals at home, and that just shouldn't be the case. I know he's coming off a bad start against the Guardians. It happens. Cleveland can you know be a very very pesky offense, but you look at uh, Montas this year. He's been much better at home. For whatever reason, he only has 19 innings pitched on the road. It's kind of an oddity. He's pitched the vast majority of the season in Oakland, but they're in Oakland tonight. And through those 57 and two-thirds innings, it's a 281 ERA. Both sides of the plate have at least a 22% strikeout. The the XFIPs are under 340. His splitter has just been working all season long, and he's putting together one of his best campaigns. It's probably a good time for him because there's a pretty good chance he's going to get moved before the end of the season. And somebody's going to be really lucky to add him to the rotation. Now nah, you're right. I, 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 another Oakland pitcher moved. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's the norm, right? I, you know, another team that just drafts really well and, and homegrown is their own talent that's able to get some value from them. So really not surprised. I will say one thing, Adam, and I don't know what you think about this, but this is as being inside the city. Obviously, I'm a Philly guy, but Bailey Falter makes a start tomorrow night. And I, and I, I get it. Right. You know, this is a guy who's going from bullpen guy, starter guy. He's worked exclusively out of the out of the starter realm out in Lehigh Valley. And he's he's facing a team that's just not very good right now in Washington. And listen, you can go on DK right now. You can pull it up. You see what he's done in AAA over his last five, a 1.54 ERA, 0.69 whip. 0.69 is elite, okay, and striking out 33.7% of the batters he's faced. I say this because, again, this is the eye test. This is a team right now in the Phillies that are playing with a new kind of energy, with a new kind of culture, and when you're playing a bad team and you get a guy like this comes up for a first start, usually, usually it works out well. And for 6,000, Adam, I think this is a guy you might possibly be able to take a shot on. So the good thing is he is only 6,000 because the Nationals have the best strikeout rate against lefties in the league. It's only 17.5%. It's not necessarily you know a team that we target with pitching because the K is king. But at six grand for your SP2, you don't have to get eight strikeouts here. You know what I mean? Like that price doesn't demand. He goes out and he just whips everybody in sight. So I can see him working. And the other thing is this is going to be the second game of the doubleheader. You don't know what kind of lineup there's going to be. Um, you know, Juan point. Soto, he played Thursday night, but he sat the two previous games out of that. Don't be surprised if they hold him out of one here, if, if that knee's still a little bit banged up. Maybe Nelson Cruz sits. You know, that's that's a big, dangerous bat against lefties. So I'm not fully on board yet, but keep an eye on what this Washington lineup turns out to be. And it could be a very different story, you know, coming hour before a lot. That's a great point, one hundred percent. Because that, that, that listen, it's a five game series. It's the second game of doubleheader. You just never know what the line is going to look. And you don't need twenty five points at six ground. Now, if you do go a six thousand dollar pitcher like we're talking about, that just means you're going to get more power in your lineup, more bats. So, what's the stack for tonight that we're looking at? Yeah, I mean, Mad Bum is on the mound, so that means I'm definitely looking at hitters against him. Um, you know, the three fifty ERA and the four eighty nine XFIP don't match. Like something's got to give sooner or later. Uh, he's turning into, you know, if you've been with us for a while, Brian used to chase John Lester just every fifth day. Yeah, he did. ERA, I remember that. <laughs> the ERA was like almost always like two runs under the XFIP, and he just he just seemed to wiggle off the hook a lot of times. But you know, Bumgarner's kind of being that same way right now. Both sides of the plate have a 325 Wilbur or higher. He's actually been a little bit worse to lefties. 
So, like, yeah, you're going to want the right. If you want Gary Sanchez, you want Carlos Correa, Buxton, Urshela. Um, Jose Miranda has a has an ice over 200. Kyle Garlick has an outside chance to be back off the IL. He's only had a couple rehab games. You know, you'll kind of see where, where he's at. If he's in the lineup, he's a super uh, cheap option. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, th- this whole Love lineup him. is just filled. And especially with the fact that Baumgartner is worse to lefties, if Garlic's not in that lineup, Lawrence probably is. And at 2,700, I mean, I have to assume nobody's going to play him lefty versus lefty. And there's really no reason not to. 2,600. I, I mean, man, you, you can't get a much better outfielder than that. No, listen, he's my FFVP, and the reason why is, right? Well, here's the thing. Just let's look at this collectively. Uh, He's a guy who doesn't play every day. He already has two home runs in June, and he's facing a guy, Maybaum, who's given up seven home runs in his last five games. I mean, this guy is a home run machine uh, on the other end, right? So um, I just think it's a great, great, absolute uh, good spot for the Minnesota Twins as a whole, but especially a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Uh, What about another team, maybe a value snack, a sneaky stack, maybe a team people aren't looking at uh, for this game tonight? So there's two ways to go here, and it's actually in the same game. On the Seattle Mariners side, you're going to get some cheap bats because you want lefties against Michael Lorenzen. He does not control left side very well. Uh, it's a 372 Woba. The XFIP's over five. So you absolutely want left side of the plate. You're looking at guys. J.P. Crawford's probably the only really expensive guy, and even he's only 4,400. But Cal Raleigh, uh, Adam Frazier, I know Jesse Winker's been really bad, but it's 4,300. You know, he can still do damage. Um, Taylor Trammell, all these guys that are in this uh, Seattle lineup, and they're pretty affordable. But then on the same side or same game, I wonder how many people would go to full on stack the Angels against Robbie Ray because we know Robbie Ray has strikeout upside, right? And the Angels strike out a lot, but they also hit for a lot of power. And you look at the top of this lineup: if Anthony Rendon's back, you're going to have Otani, Mike Trout, Taylor Ward, possibly Rendon. Robbie Ray's given up over a home run and a half per nine uh, to each side of the plate here. So especially if, like, if everyone just kind of looks at Robbie Ray and goes, okay, I don't want to pitch him, but I don't really want to stack against him, and we get the Angels at kind of a low percentage, that's the kind of stack that I'd be willing to take that chance on if I'm playing a guy like Falter for only 6K because now I can fit in Otani. Now I can fit in Mike Trout. And those guys have all the power in the world to take Robbie Ray out of the yard. That's a good point. I mean, listen, we talked about the Angels at the beginning of the year. They kind of floundered a little bit. They get Joe Madden out of there, right? Which is Joe just Hawk like Madden. A, right. I, I'm telling you, man. And, and then all of a sudden, Mike Trout starts to play a little bit, right? You know. So again, that team could catch fire at any given time. So I, I, I think it's a really good point, especially you know with the tendencies that Robbie Ray has had uh, with the power slot. So. I mean, definitely, definitely a good he's, point. He's now, either walking somebody, striking them out, or, or giving up a home run. He's a, he's a three-outcomes pitcher. Yeah, he, yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. And speaking of that, I mean, and any other, before we get out of here, it's a 12-game slate. Like you said, there's a lot of pitching up here, but just a lot of names. Could be the same as the bats. Any other, you know, word of advice to anybody out there playing tonight? So really the last thing I'll point out is uh, Gabriel Moreno is still only 2,500 for the Blue Jays. I would assume he's going to be back in the lineups hitting 333. You know, everything was kind of expected of him. DK is just not adjusting that price quick enough. And catcher's an easy spot to punt, man. 2,500, 
even if like you're not playing a giant J stack or something, that that's an easy one to punt. I mean, he might not have the, the most power you ever want, but I mean, he does he doesn't need to hit one out to hit, you know, 20, 10, 14 DK points and 2500 if you're getting 7, you're you're going to be in good shape. That's that cash point. You got to get that seven. You get that seven for 2,000, 2,500. You are absolutely going home free. Uh, but as always, everybody checking in, we appreciate it. Everybody watching. Numbers are up. Subscriptions are up. It's a good thing. That means everybody's liking what we do. So we appreciate that at Wind Daily Sports on all social formats. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you listen to the podcast as well. Leave a review if you would like. Get us in the comments. As always, you're going to see me and Adam. We'll actually hear me and Adam uh, on fr- on Saturday and Sunday when we do the five. Five, five everybody seems to like that so we get it easy right adam i yep, mean listen yes, who's sir. got time on a weekend who's no got one. time on a weekend <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i know i ain't got no time on a weekend right so five minutes uh, in and out boys yes five minutes man five minutes in and out sometimes like maybe if it's extra important we're like five minutes of 40 seconds but that's okay we still get in and out with you so uh look for that on saturday and sunday and everybody have a great night and be profitable and we'll catch you on the other side.